I don't think there is any better way to start this show than to say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. It is Sunday, May 10th, obviously Mother's Day. So we have to start with a special shout out to all the mothers. Throw out a few names who I am definitely celebrating Mother's Day for. That is my own mother, Lisa Lingelbach Lachance, my sister, Amber Lachance, and all the other loved ones in my life. You guys know who you are. I can list names forever, but that would take forever. So, happy Mother's Day to everybody. Hopefully you are enjoying this day. It is all yours. For this episode, this is episode 82, we have returning guest Jennifer Castle Escatel. She is from Northern Illinois. She is a nurse, has children of her own, but she is not with them today because she is in New York fighting COVID-19 every day in the hospital. Much appreciation to her and her efforts to help our society, mankind, because we are still in this quarantine. We are still dealing with this virus that has literally shut down the world, especially the United States of America, for the last two months. So she will not be able to see her children in real life. I'm sure she's going to Skype or FaceTime, those type of things, probably text all day. But... She is not going to be able to do anything special with them physically or in person. So definitely a big shout out to her as well. When we talked, we tried to set it up where we would get the celebration New York every night at 7 o'clock Eastern time. So 6 o'clock our time Central in Illinois. They do a like light celebration, horns, noise for all of the health workers, all the people that are putting their life on the line to try to get rid of this virus. So we tried to set it up where we would be able to hear it all, but then they chose a different block or a different area of Manhattan because that is where Jennifer is. So they chose a different area even though they're there all the time. So we will try to do it again. She is in New York until May 30th. So we have 20 days to try to get the celebration. I am interested to hear it and see what they do for the people that are putting their lives on the line. I think it is very awesome that they are doing something like that. Well, since it's Mother's Day, no reason to talk about anything else. We'll go straight to Jennifer's conversation. There's all kinds of funny in this one. <laughs> it was pretty funny. We were laughing a lot of the time. So let's do some plugs. Let's do the advertisement for our special sponsor, Olson Construction, and then we will get to the conversation. So first, the plugs. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast, Twitter, Edge of Your Seat P. If there's anything that you don't want to put on that but you want to share with us, questions, suggestions, anything, email us, edgeofyourseatpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't know where you're listening to this podcast, but if you want to listen on a different outlet, or if you want to share with your loved ones, your family, other people you know that listen to podcasts on the regular, we are on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and Google Music. A great time to listen to this show and all of the previous 81 episodes of Edge of Your Seat Podcast is when you're watching somebody fix your home or when you're trying to decide that you need home renovations. During this time of quarantine, there's probably been a lot of time that you're looking around and you see things that could be updated, could be fixed, maybe need to look a little better. Whether it's a light fixture or an entire kitchen remodel, 
Olson Construction is here to help. The family-owned and operated company prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty. Olson Construction specializes in roofing, siding, windows and doors, deck designs, remodels, garage, and room additions. Owner Keith Milas has been in construction for over 10 years and is willing and able to take care of your home renovations from start to finish with your thoughts and opinions taken with every step of the journey. For a free estimate, call Olson Construction, which is fully licensed and insured at 815-910-5982. Olson Construction can also be contacted on Facebook at the Olson Construction LLC page or via email olsonconstruction19 at gmail.com. Well, once again, happy Mother's Day to everybody. Enjoy this day as much as you can. Love the mamas. Thank you very much for everything that you do in everybody's lives. You affect everybody. So thank you very much and happy Mother's Day. We will be back on Monday with another show. So come back. Listen, we appreciate it. Love the support and all the interaction. Until next time, peace. Edge of Your Seat Podcast tries to be anywhere it can at all times. Right now, we are walking the streets of New York with our friend Jennifer Castle Escatel. What's going on, Jen? What's up? So we're walking the streets of New York, huh? Yeah, actually, we're walking the streets of New York right now. And you are in Manhattan, like downtown, downtown Manhattan. Yeah, it's in like the Hell's Kitchen garment district. And we are outside because in about four minutes, something as awesome is going to happen. When we talked last time, we tried to hear it, but you were 32 floors up, so we couldn't. So you're like, hey. Yeah, you're going to hear it. Walking down to 8th Avenue right now, where it's like one of the busier streets. So I'm hoping you'll get to hear a lot more from there. Also, where the corner of my favorite Starbucks is, by the way. Your favorite Starbucks? Yeah. Probably because they give me free coffee. Gotcha. Now let's explain to the listeners what we're going to hear. Okay, so in New York City at 7 o'clock every night, the whole city, I don't want to say they stop, but if they're not particularly doing something, they stop and everybody claps for healthcare workers. Um, People sound off like their car alarms, they'll do air horns, cowbells. Um, I posted on Facebook the other day, I was actually at the hospital and went down, the firemen pulled up and a couple ambulances and like turned on lights and sirens, they played New York, New York, and nurses were dancing. So it's like a celebration at 7 p.m. every night. That's awesome. So we're going to be part of the celebration. Yeah. I've been excited for this. I really have. Well, I hope that this is like a busy corner for it. I mean, like I said, I think it kind of varies around the city where they do it. Gotcha. Before we hit the record button, we were talking about your dinner adventure today. It sounded like you had some good eats. Oh, for sure. So right across the street from my hotel is Mercado. That's like an Italian restaurant. Tonight I got a New York steak, fingerling potatoes, arugula with fresh shaved parmesan, fresh mozzarella with balsamic and tomatoes. Amazing. And I couldn't eat it all. So you're like in food heaven. Mm-hmm. I'm in food central. Like right now I'm on the corner. I see upside pizza, Starbucks, Gray's papaya, Chipotle, Deep, Arby's, Hummus and Pita Company. Literally, like, all I did was spin in, like, a three-quarter circle. Not even all the way around. So, New York, in other words, has been really good for your diet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, that summer bikini body might have to be put off a couple 30 days. (laughs) 
Hey, but you're from Mendota, Illinois, where you got like three options, so you're in a good spot. Might as well take advantage of it. Yeah, I'll probably starve when I get home because I've been spoiled with like good food. <laughs> Hopefully our local food places don't get offended by that. I love my local food places. Me too. We had Ziggy's the other day and Moose Lodge for lunch at work, and it was awesome. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm super excited to come home and get, like, sip and snack fried chicken. Had that last and, week, too. Yes. And a Marshalloni's taco roll. I never even knew they had the taco roll oh, until about a month you ago. You have to. So I'll go buy that can of Fritos jalapeno cheddar cheese, and you dip the taco roll in that. Oh, that's so good. sounds amazing. So it sounds like you also had a pretty adventurous day. It was a day off. You were just relaxing because you've been obviously pretty busy. And you saw yeah. some uh, pretty interesting things at the <laughs> beach. So I went down to the Intrepid. It's an aircraft carrier that the military owns, and there's, like, Navy planes on it. But right next to it's a really cool grassy pier. It was 74 degrees and sunny outside today, so there were people sunbathing. There were some people sunbathing in Speedos. Some were flashy and designed, some were not so flashy. I guess in New York, that's normal. However, I kind of maybe stared a little bit like, okay. <laughs> so when we were talking last time, you we were talking about military guys in uniforms being eye candy. So you had <laughs> more eye candy today. Uh, sure. <laughs> that showed a little bit more than what I felt comfortable seeing, but... <laughs> That's all right. Those eye candy boys are the ones that eat my leftovers. Yeah. I don't eat leftovers. Like, I'm so busy that I forget about it, and then the hospital gives us free food. So I've kind of been known for the food and snacks, and when they get hungry, they'll be like, what do you got? <laughs> so the military people have been gobbling up your food. Yeah. There you go. Taking care of them. Yeah. So kind of like a little payback. Like, hey, you're trying to keep us safe. You're here protecting us. Here's some food. I'll help you out. Yeah. Well, and they've looked out for me since I've been here, too, so. Gotcha, gotcha. There's still so many people out. And here in New York, everybody rides these city bikes. Um, healthcare workers right now get to ride them for free. I'm not that brave, but these people fly. Some of them even have motors. There's little motorized scooters. There's bike paths everywhere. And so like, how does that work? I've only seen them on Shameless, where you, like, pay for them, ride them, and then... Yeah, it's like a them. bike parking lot. They're, like, alongside the streets, and then there'll just be rows of city bikes. You walk up, you pay for it, you grab your bike, and then you return it. Now, do you return it to that exact spot, or... No, you can return it to anyone. Wow, and those are all over the city, obviously. All over. Mendota needs to do something like that. That'd be awesome. That's super cool, yeah. Nice. So you haven't tried one yet? Uh, no. <laughs> Why not? You have to. I'll get hit by a car. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, because you probably can't ride those on the sidewalk. No, but they, like, so it's basically, like, on the street. Like, I'm looking at it right now. It's like a little green pass with arrows that tells you which direction to go, just like the road. Um, and those are designed for the bikes. So it's like sidewalk, bike path, road? Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And the bikes even have, like, horns on them. So that when they're crossing the street, if there's, like, a pedestrian walking, they'll honk their little horn. Wow. I wonder if you have to have, like, a bike license. No. <laughs> In Illinois, you would. Probably. We and they'd have to tax it, too. Oh, yeah. Taxing, license, permits, yeah. all of the above. Uh -huh. Seatbelt. Well, safety first, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> you get uh, pulled over if you don't have a helmet on, which, again, safety. 
So let's talk about the job. We discussed last time that you are a nurse from Illinois. You accepted a contract to go out to New York and help with the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. We spoke a week ago. Anything crazy happened in the last week? Um, not crazy. However, it was kind of cool. I had a nurse ask me the other day, like, we were just talking, you know, and she said, well, how many, pa- how many patients have you lost? And I said, zero. That was on, like, day 25 I had that conversation and realized, wow, I've been here 25 days, and all of my direct patients have lived. Not saying that one's next to me or one's in, you know, across the way were as fortunate, but my patients directly have all survived. And how many patients would that be? Uh, I couldn't tell you. A lot. <laughs> we'll play over or under. Over 100? No, because we try to do one to two patients per nurse. Um, when I first got here, it was three. That was a lot. Okay, so you're probably in like the 50, 60 range? Yeah, somewhere around there. That's still awesome. Well, and it's been pretty cool, too, like, since I've been here, like, the ones that were super critical, like, the first week when I was here, being able to see them, like, go to the other units, like, as they progress and they get better. How many different stages or stops is there for this virus and the patients when they start to recover? Probably four. And they're starting to designate, like, floors in the hospital, like, you're super critical, we'll be on one floor, and then as they start to get a little bit better, less critical, less drips of medications. They can go to a different floor. Then once they're off the vent and they're just on a trait collar, which is basically oxygen blowing into the hole in their throat, they'll go to another floor. And then they'll go to like the therapy area where they're pretty much healed. They're back on regular medicines. They're allowed to eat. We just have to get them strong enough to get out of bed. Gotcha. Now is there, I guess, four different stages or wings because of the four different strands of the corona? No, it's just, it's easier for care. So, like, I explained to some other people that when they were like, well, can't any nurse just do this? No. (laughs) Only certain nurses are trained to do ventilators and knowing what the drips are. So it just kind of helps. I guess, like, a medical surgical nurse can handle them in stage four. It's something they're more used to, whereas they wouldn't be able to handle them in the first stage when they were as critical. Speaking of which... My last day I worked this week, I walked in and was getting my assignment, and they said, hey, we have you um, training Hallie. She's from the OR. I said, you do remember I'm a traveling nurse, correct? And they were like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm so used to you being here. I look at you like one of our NYU nurses. They were like, but you've done a really good job. Would you mind training her? I was like, okay. So as a travel nurse who's been here a month, I was training NYU nurses how to basically do bed trach and NG care. That's cool. That's kind of like a compliment. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Well, and it's past 7 o'clock, and they didn't do it on my corner tonight, so I don't know what to tell you, other than we'll have to do it another night, because they didn't. Aww. So they only, like, pick certain areas? No, like, I guess it just kind of depends on who's out, where they're out. Like, typically on this corner, there's a lot of, like, um, police activity, like, cop cars that'll just kind of sit. They patrol up and down. Um, There's usually a couple EMS groups that sit here like I think I see one and they're the ones that kind of sounded off so I'm gonna assume that they're busy it was nice out today there's a lot of people out that I don't really necessarily like yeah but they're like hey nice weather it's a Saturday I'm doing what I want right so with that I mean comes probably more riffraff yeah for sure that's what happens or you just told them like hey I'm gonna be talking on this podcast thing and I know I 
Well, I mean, we could always try to, like if I'm at the hospital some night, I can run down at seven just to record maybe just the sound. For sure. Well, if they keep doing this, I mean, you're on yeah, day one. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we got plenty of time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we can do this again for sure. We'll have more stories and more Speedos to talk about. Oh, God. I'm so sunburnt. I sat crisscross applesauce and the inside of my knees are burnt. <laughs> crisscross applesauce. You definitely have kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's cool. I got to FaceTime them a lot today while I was sitting out there. Definitely, and I was just going to bring that up. You posted on Facebook some photos and stuff. You're like, hey, I woke up to this. This is pretty awesome. Yeah, Ella, um, she's six, so they have messenger kids on their tablets, and she went on and basically took a selfie of herself and then sent it to my messages, or my messenger, so when I got up in the morning, I saw it. I was like, aw, I miss her. I bet you miss your kids a ton. Uh, that's an understatement. Is this the longest you've ever been away from them? Uh, yeah, I've never been away from them, really. But, you know, 24 or 48 hours after I'm home, I'll be ready to pull my hair out again. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the parental thing, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But I bet you they miss you a bunch, too. And then about two days after you disciplinarian and stuff like that, they'll be like, okay, you can go back to New York. Um, The first thing Ethan will say is, can I go to Dylan's? <laughs> Dylan's his best friend. And... He'll think, you know, like once I'm home, everything's lifted. So Ethan's going to say, can I go to Dylan's? I can see that. Yeah, he will. How long do you think that would take for him to say that? Within the hour of me being home. Wow, that's pretty quick. I know he got kind of bummed out tonight, though, because I had to tell him, like, even though, like, once I get home, I still have to quarantine after that. Because he's like, can you come to Dad's and pick us up and surprise us? And I said, dude, I can't, you know. I have to quarantine first, and I kind of had to explain to him what quarantine meant, because he was like, that's stupid. So then after I explained it to him, he was like, oh, okay. So how long would you have to do that, and where at? I'm going to do it at home. Um, the two older girls will go stay with a friend or their boyfriend um, during that time. If I still have no symptoms when I get home, they said like seven days. If I have any symptoms, like when I get home, then it should be 14. Which I haven't had any, other than I did have a sore throat for like five days. Now, we kind of talked about this last time we spoke, and, you know, being a nurse and being in this hospital where there's guaranteed people that have this virus, and we were talking about your nerves and, you know, walking on the floor and stuff like that, but now at this point, you've been there, you know, almost 30 days, no signs um, yet. I caught myself walking down the hallway with a handful of gummy bears. Uh-oh. I mean, that's how crazy it is. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, I wash my hands all the time anyway, and I wipe off, like, my computer area a lot. Um, and it was this last day that I was training this other nurse, and I really wasn't doing much that day anyway. Maybe a little bit online shopping, watching TikTok videos. Because she's a nurse, you know, I just had to train her how to do the other things that she needed to know. But, yeah, I was like, wow, this is what COVID has come to. I have a handful of gummy bears in my hands. So kind of sort of getting a little comfortable because, you know, you haven't had any symptoms or anything? Yeah. But that's almost unfortunate, though. Like, I shouldn't be comfortable with the fact that, like, these people have a life-threatening disease, but I've been here for a month. It's become like a way of living. You don't touch your eyes. You don't touch your nose. You don't put your fingers in your mouth. True. Very true. You know? So oh, yeah. So, like, on Facebook, I saw, like, is it did Illinois, like, the whole state of Illinois or, like, just Mendota start the whole mask when you go out in public? Everywhere. 
yeah, like, I see everybody throwing these huge fits about it, and I'm like, brah, we've been doing that for, like, two weeks at least in New York. And it's not even, like, going outside. Like, I can walk to work without a mask on, but if I if I go into family dollar i almost said family video i always call it family video but family dollar or casey's or anywhere where there's other people you have to have a mask on otherwise they won't let you in right i don't understand the harm in that like i think people just want something to bitch about truly like how are you when you know that you could be saving your own life or saving somebody else's life across from you because you could have covid and not know it like really it's gonna kill you to just put a little mask on for the short time that you're in that store like i get it it's your right you have a choice i'm all for pro-choice but really come on and this isn't something that's gonna last forever what i have heard and I can see where they're coming from. I'm not saying I agree with one side or the other, but I've heard like, hey, we're in a rural area. There's not the, you know, you're in New York, thousands, hundreds, right. millions of people. And here, okay, but, no, 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 I understand. Well, I, I understand what you're saying. But people are like, hey, it really isn't affecting anybody here. Nobody's died. There's been like two cases in LaSalle County, like we're good. So that's what people are thinking because the numbers have not yeah, they affected they looked at the IDPH here. website at how many positive cases there are in Mendota alone? Probably not. Because, I mean, you should do that when we get off because I haven't looked in a while, but the last time I think there was 12 cases in Mendota alone. Last time I heard was 14 and that was like three days ago. Okay, and that's in LaSalle County and then you want to keep going. <laughs> like, It only takes one person to sneeze. 13, anybody in a 13-foot radius could catch it. Is everybody going to get it? No. Did I get to, like, cross the street? There's, like, an old man with a walker, and he keeps dropping the F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but it's not. Get that on your podcast. Oh, uh, now I'm leaving this whole part. This is all on here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to cross the street. Going back to what we were just talking about, I just think it's because it really hasn't hit home. The only case or anything that has been relevant to at least Mendota, Illinois, I don't know outside of Mendota, Illinois, is one guy that used to live here passed away from COVID in Georgia. Like, that's the only thing that's been relevant to them. So, you know, if you're not looking at it like this is something super crazy serious and lives are being taken all over the country and just looking in a bubble at Mendota, then they're like, hey, nobody's really been affected. So I think that's how a lot of people are looking at it. And I see all that kind of stuff on Facebook all the time. Well, like I said, I think we talked about it the last time in my little group of 10 friends from high school that I'm still friends with. Two of them got it. One lives in Rockford. One lives in California. That's just in my little circle. One of the my high school teachers, I found out that her aunt and uncle were both fighting it. Like, granted, yeah, I probably know a lot more people than some, but still, I don't know. It's sad that it has to take for somebody to lose somebody or know of somebody close to them to fully understand what this is. And then I hate Facebook and all the things that people say because, like, I live and breathe this every single day. And it's like... Yep, you're right. This is all fake. It's a political heist. I just go into these units every day and see these people struggling to breathe because that's fake too. I have called nurses and doctors being called actors. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I guess I'm a damn good actor because their heart kept beating until 8.05 when I walked out the door. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, when it, when it first came, and I think, I don't know if we talked about this or not. When it first came around, like, I was cracking jokes, like, oh, it's a virus. Not, like, super crazy, but then, like, a week in, when you keep seeing numbers rise and numbers rise, and even if they weren't exactly correct, when the last number that I checked for nationwide, 60,000 had died and, yeah. like, 200,000 had been affected. Like, even well, if you took... have some of the people saying, oh, well... Um, the hospitals are just saying that anybody dies has COVID. Yeah. So those numbers aren't accurate. There's a lot of that. That's not how that works. There's a coroner for a reason, and they do autopsies. They look at labs and blood work, and they can't put that on a death certificate if it's not true. A homeless person just took a piss on the wall. Well. It's like running down the sidewalk. Oh, it's all over. Poop. Pee. It's so gross. Oh, my. Uh-huh. That is an edge-of-your-seat exclusive. <laughs> I guess. You don't got to watch for dog poo in the city. Oh, and so I was, this, I went early this morning to Target to get a blankie, and I got to witness, like, a homeless person using a porta potty and they keep the door open, and they pull their little cart up to the front so that nobody takes it while they're going pee. Wow. Just right there. Wow, you're getting all kinds of life experiences out in New York. For sure. <laughs> I know it's crazy, like, if you're in, like, a rural area, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, Mendota, Illinois, or, you know, anything like that, but just a rural thing, you're like, oh, this is crazy, oh, we have so such wild lives. If you go to a city, it is a whole nother level of crazy. Yeah, I mean, and I know Chicago's a city, but I can't say that I honestly truly spent any time in the city other than, like, sightseeing or doing something, and then you leave and you go home. This is like city living. Now, I can say something funny. So, like, when I first got here and I tried to go to the 7-Eleven for coffee creamer and got scared and was going to come home, and then it was like, okay, I bypassed, you know, I got over that, and then it was, well, I'm not going to walk anywhere unless I have somebody with me. I walked probably over five miles today by myself. It's like I've gotten a little more comfortable with the city. I don't need a chaperone anymore. That's a long ways. Oh, but it's so easy to do. Definitely got some good music or somebody to talk to and you can walk forever. No, you just kind of walk and soak it all in. Yeah, especially where you're at, like there's life happening. Things are going on. Even in COVID-19 time, there's still something. Yeah, like, I, I mean, a lot of the little stores and stuff are closed, but I still like looking at them, you know. I do plan to come back at some point. Oh, I saw something really cool, though. So some of the bars have opened, and this is probably totally not legal, but people will go into the bar, order their drink, or it's like to, like a to-go window, and then they're just kind of hanging out on the sidewalk drinking. <laughs> like, they might be in, like, groups of two, but they're still, like, doing the social distancing. Like, they were all huddled in, like, tight little groups. And I think that's going to happen for quite some time. Like, even now, like, if I'm walking to work or walking wherever, I've been going on a lot of walks lately, so I'm not cooped up in a house. But if you see anybody pass, we are going to extreme measures to, it seems like, to be 20 feet away from each other. Like, somebody will walk on the road, or I saw somebody, like, walking somebody's yard almost to their front step, just so people are not close to each other. Yeah. Well, like when I was at that park today and I was sitting there and I was FaceTiming one of the girls and this guy next to me had his mask on, but it was down around his chin up over his nose. He was good six, seven feet away from me, but he coughed. Well, I was FaceTiming, so I had my mask down. So I like grabbed my T-shirt and put it up over my mouth really quick. And then my daughter was like, um, you need to move. He just coughed. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I'm on week rotations at the bank, so I am working this week. So I went in on Thursday, and then I'm working till this upcoming Wednesday. And we're taking temperatures as they come in, and we're not wearing masks. So we take their temperature. We think they're okay. Some of them are wearing masks, but as a business, we're not. And then there's been a couple. Like there was one guy like close to my desk, not, uh, I, I can't tell you feet, probably five to 10 feet away, started coughing. I looked at him and he just turned around and walked out. So I don't know. Yeah. If you he like was... hear that cough or that sneeze and it's like, yeah, it's like just, everybody just stops and looks like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and he might've been totally cool, but he had, you know, he needed a drink of water or something. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I hope people do continue to practice like healthy hygiene and whatever social distancing. Like, not very long from now, we will have the flu season again. How does the flu spread the exact same way as COVID? Is it as life threatening? No. It's still contagious. It can still you can still die from it. It just isn't as bad. Either way, less people to get the flu, less people die. Everybody just needs to wash their hands. Yeah. I totally agree. It's going to be really, really interesting to to see how things happen going forward. Yeah. What do you think about states opening up? Some are. Like I said, bars are... So what I've seen, though, like the ones that are opening up, they're doing it at like a 10 or 15% capacity. So they're still only allowing... Um, a certain number of people in the stores at a time, which I actually think is a good idea. A lot of our small businesses, I think it would be... Like, why is it okay for Target to allow so many people in the building but not a smaller clothing boutique or why not a hair salon that can allow one person in the salon at a time? Like, no, it's not their regular income, but something's better than nothing. Correct. Yeah. And if you do it on appointment based, that's what we do at the bank. The bank has not closed at all. We put our staff in two, exactly. in two shifts or two weekly rotations and you know, you're by appointment. So instead of having, 200 people through our bank a day we have about 10 to 15 but we're also taking measures to do other stuff through drive-thrus and stuff where other people would normally come in but yeah i I think if you do it like that appointment based and you're not having you know 15 20 30 people in a spot at one time i don't see why that's why you couldn't do that yeah yeah humans are routine so if something becomes routine or a habit then they'll continue to do it so when places do open up 100 percent, like hopefully it'll still kind of continue that way and pray that there's no second wave yeah you got the things i see in new york yeah a lot of people worried about the second wave yeah but you know science says that heat kills it so as it warms up we won't but they don't know like the duration. Is it something that's gonna lay dormant and as soon as it gets cold again, somebody coughs and then here we go again. But I'm not coming back to New York cause I mean, Illinois has super shitty winters and so does New York. So I'm not gonna get stuck in New York where you have to walk everywhere. I'll stay home. Oh yeah, winter in New York is probably worse than Illinois. Yeah, so that's why I said, if it there's a second wave, I, I may not take the winter shift. Or you'll just go out to California instead. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'll go where it's warm. Like, I already did East Coast. Let's go West Coast trip. Right. For sure. Well, I mean, and let's face it, as soon as I throw that on my resume, it's going to be like, oh, okay. Like, she's already done this once. Oh, yeah. You've already got experience going outside of your comfort zone, outside of your bubble yeah. to another one. Yeah, they would Which totally. is crazy, because I'm, I'm that person that never goes anywhere alone. I don't like 
like to drive to strange places, there's always someone or chaos around me. And then here I am putting on my big girl pants. The big girl pants. Yeah. Walking around the big apple by myself. Oh, here's a funny story for you. So while I was out in this grass area today, there was, I can't tell you what nationality they are. I don't know what language they were speaking, but it was also English. So they had, it was two different couples with their little kids and they were sitting whatever feet apart. They brought a six pack of some kind of fruity drink. They couldn't figure out how to open the bottles. What? The guy, the guy's like, cause they're not a twist top. The guy's like, oh, well here, I'll open it on the curb. So I'm not saying anything, and I'm just, like, watching, and he's trying, and he's trying, and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is going to break the bottle, slit his hand open. I was like, dude, give me your bottle. And he, like, looks at me, and I've been sitting by them for quite some time just reading a book. So I reach in my bag, I pull out a lighter, and I, like, popped it off, and the guy's like, whoa. So then the friend is like, well, here, can you just do mine, too? Two fully grown men had no clue how to open up a bottle, and I did it. Good old... Lighter trick. That's that Illinois lifestyle right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I haven't known that trick for very long. Allie and I struggled one night with trying to figure out ways to open it. We even had to watch, like, YouTube videos. Oh, uh, I've been doing that for years. Yeah, well, I didn't know how to and couldn't, so YouTube it was. <laughs> well, hey, you learned something off of YouTube. So it came you in handy share. tonight. <laughs> yeah, you shared something you learned off YouTube. Why not? Yeah. But I think by then they knew I definitely was from not around here because I got that look. <laughs> like, who is this? <laughs> right? Like, how did she do that? Yeah, that's funny. It was hilarious. Good stuff. So you're making memories that you're not going to forget. You're not going to forget any of this. Right. And that's why I'm doing this journal because there's things like by the time I get home, I would have forgotten about that. So, like, by writing it down, like, obviously, whoever wants to read it, I'll let them go through it. There's some nursing abbreviations that they may not understand, but for the most part. Good stuff. And Madison Square Garden is so empty. I walked by there this morning. That's one place I've always wanted to go. There's a Dan and Shay concert in, like, September, and I was like, ooh, maybe I'll come back to New York in September. I wonder if the hotel would give me a discount, like, because I've been here for so long. Like, okay, so Evian donated, like, 96 cases of water to my hotel. I guess in my hotel there's, like, 94 rooms. So they were like, well, let's just give each room a case of water. And the manager's like, no, let's just put it on the counter like we have been. And when they walk in every day, they'll just grab one. Well, the one girl that was working last night, like, I've hooked her up with masks and whatever. Like, I brought her a Starbucks coffee today. When I got back in my room, sure as shit, there was a case of Evian water sitting in my room. <laughs> She's like, no, I got you. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Yeah, when you help somebody out, usually you get helped out back. Not even if you right. want it that way. That's what happens. Well, I mean, and like I said, they have the water that's always on the counter anyway for us, which is kind of nice because I usually have it gone by the time I get up to my hotel after work. But. I heard a horn. Yeah, yeah that's somebody. Dude, New Yorkers are crazy with their horns. Like, you could be walking across the road, and, like, you've got five seconds left to cross the street, and they're already blowing their horn at you to hurry the f*** up. <laughs> oh, wow. This one comes wearing fur. Fur? Yeah. Like a bunny? I don't know. Tiger? Oh, and a pair of Jordans. Nice. The nice. retro black and red Jordans with a furry vest. <laughs> <laughs> Visuals for everybody, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So we talked about Speedos, <laughs> furry vests and jays. 
<laughs> and actually, so when I get back to my hotel, I'm kind of like walking up and down the blocks. Um, there's a guy, I think he's in the Navy maybe, in the hotel next to me. They figured out how to, I don't know, break into the stairwell. So we're going to go up on the rooftop in the hotel next to me. <laughs> nice. Yeah, check out the view. So now you're going to get arrested while you're in New York. <laughs> I'll blame it on him. <laughs> I'll say he handcuffed me and he drugged me to the rooftop. Oh, wow. You're getting, <laughs> you're getting extreme. Yeah. You're like, hey, if it gets me out of it. I'm not sitting in a New York, a New York jail. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good vacation. This is not a vacation. I've enjoyed my days off, but... No, I meant even just a vacation from that. <laughs> like, right. Like, I'm going to need a vacation from this. And I think Hawaii sounds great right now. There you go. So if anybody that listens to your podcast has any hookups on any vacation deals, hit me up. You're like, I'm going to need it. Yeah, seven days on a beach with a cabana boy. Oh, wow. And endless drinks. Yeah, I can't forget the endless drinks. Yeah. What would be more important for you, the endless drinks or the cabana boy? Drinks. Oh, yeah, definitely. Boys are overrated. I got to watch three of them try to change a tire earlier. They couldn't do it. <laughs> it's all right. Women are overrated, too. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't embarrass them in front of their squad and be like, hey, you guys want me to show you how to do that? Yeah, that's true. It's true. Again, some Illinois stuff that you learn. Right. Oh, and I was told New Yorkers are not nice. Like, I, you know, in Illinois, everybody just kind of like talks to everybody. Everybody makes friends. Yo, what's up? Hello. Not in New York. I guess you don't talk to people you don't know in New York. So is that why they're looking at you like you're crazy when you do talk to people? Mm -hmm. I would assume so. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, but like today out on like hanging out, chilling, like those are all super cool laid back people. Everybody was just kind of talking to everybody. And the dogs out there were so cute until the park people came and kicked all the dogs off the grass. Which, I mean, I'm kind of thankful for because everybody was, like, sitting. Like, so before I sat down, I had to, like, you know, scope out for doggy poo. I don't need, like, a, you know, sit in a big pile of poo. Right. But from our discussion earlier, are you sure it's doggy poo or human poo? Yeah, you never know. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, one of the nicer areas, so. So you're hoping it's doggy poo. 734. You're welcome. See, that guy just talked to me. He said, what time is it, miss? There you go. Helping people out. He said he didn't call me ma'am. If he called me ma'am, I'd have to throw my shoe at his head. <laughs> you don't like ma'am? No, I mean, she sounds old. That is true. And I'm 25, okay? 25? Last year, this year, and next year. <laughs> I like it. Why not? Roll with it. <laughs> Especially in New York. Nobody knows. Roll with it. No. Not that you're super crazy old, but hey, why not? Makes me sad. I hate seeing homeless people with no shoes. Or without somewhere they can use a urinal. Yeah. That's crazy. They just kind of like sleep wherever. Well, we have went through pretty much everything from Speedos to hospitals <laughs> to viruses to amazing food to... Homeless people. Homeless people urinating and doing one... <laughs> Uh, a, a furry vest and Jordans and we yeah. we've covered everything today. I told you a lot can happen out here in New York. <laughs> and now you got to say it in the accent too, huh? No, but I keep catching myself instead of saying coffee. Like I'm like, yo, where's my coffee? Uh oh. I know. <laughs> and I don't know if like I'm doing it just like to emphasize it because that's like one of the famous words out here that everybody says. 
I don't know. Or I guess I say it without thinking about it. Or if you're like picking out that accent. Yeah, because it's bad. It can, it can happen. It can happen quick. Well, I mean, I've been out here for a month. Yeah, when I first I went down... A month ago. <laughs> I went down south for college, and I was picking up the... Even in Illinois, still from southern Illinois to northern Illinois is a lot different. And I was oh, picking big up... difference. And I was picking up some of their accents. I came back home, and my friends were like, dude, sounds like you just came straight from Alabama. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, I imagine there will be words like coffee, dog. Yeah, they're going to be like, you're from lot. Boston. You're like New York or Boston. Yeah. I'll tell you my next plan on my next day off. Um, I really want to take the ferry over to Long Island. Ferry over to Long Island. Yeah. Uh, another travel nurse, Jacob from Florida. Um, he's crazy. He's like 25. Like, he's legit 25. Um, works five days a week. So, like, our next day off is, like, Sunday the 10th. It's probably going to rain because it rains on every day off. But he really hasn't had much time to, like, really see anything because he's working so much. So he's like, I want to go see all the cool stuff you've already seen. I'm like, okay. I was like, but I kind of want to get on a ferry and go to Long Island. So he's like, all right, I can do that too. Yeah. Perfect. So you already got like a mini vacation planned out. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you kind of have to. You don't get that much free time. So you got to figure out like what you want to do. Like I still need to go to Central Park. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Sounds fun, my friend. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I'll have more stories to tell. Yes, and we will talk again. I appreciate you being on, as always, and we will do this again, for sure. Cool. All right, well, you take care and have fun in all your adventures. Make sure you all remember them all for this podcast. (laughs) I will. That's why I write them down. I love it. All right, talk to you soon. Have fun.